Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Pursuing your future doesn't end at 40. In fact, it may mark the beginning of knowing who you are, what you're capable of, and what you really want. But knowing what's next and how to get there can be a challenge, especially when old narratives play on repeat. Liberty Road is here to share stories so that you can consider your possibilities, pursue your purpose, and move into your future with intention. I'm your host, Netta Jones, and we're here to listen, learn, and liberate dreams one episode at a time. Well, hello, Liberty listeners. Welcome to another episode of Liberty Road. Today, we get to hear from Liz Hall, who is a new friend. I just met Liz and got to know a little bit about her product and her intersection of somebody who has one career and is bringing in another. And I think at this age, Mm -hmm. that's a conversation that I'm having more and more. So I thought we'd have somebody on who could break it down for us. Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So why don't you just bring us right into what is Ease Natural Health? That's your company that you founded. And more specifically, your brand new product, the first product you're launching with Travel Ease. Yes. So I created a company or started a company earlier this year called Ease Natural Health because I had created a health supplement that helps with vacation constipation. The product is named Travel Ease. It's all natural, safe ingredients that is not harmful. It has ingredients such as vitamin C, flaxseed powder, uh, raspberry powder, magnesium, and cascara. Did you know that one cup of raspberries has eight grams of fiber? No. So a lot of people don't realize how (laughs) impactful raspberry is for you, how good it is for you. Yeah. I created it because I... I suffered from constipation for most of my life. And I felt that at the time there was nothing at the stores that I felt was safe for you to take that didn't cause a lot of side effects such as cramping, urgency, pain, and also had, you know, bad, horrible chemicals in it. 
I was going to say, it sounds like from the list of ingredients that that was something that you were avoiding was things that we both can't pronounce and things that aren't good for us. Exactly. Exactly. So Liz, there's listeners on the other end of this who are wondering, how do you take a product from being successful, but from your kitchen into mass market when it's a supplement? Like, what is that process like? It can be a long and drawn out process. But I do just want to state that even though I did start in my kitchen, like a lot of small businesses do, I did go through the proper channels and have it doctor approved and third party approved. And of course, when you have your manufacturer like mine, they have to also do their own quality control to have it mass produced. So it gave me the confidence with my product selling it on the market. Yeah, of course. With a supplement product, I didn't even have to go through that detailed of the process, but for my own confidence, I did. But for a supplement product, you don't have to get FDA approved because they're natural supplements. And is that the idea that a consumer could buy any one of these independent products so there's no harm, there's no concern about any of that? And what about things like shelf life? Was that something you had to test or is that something you had to worry about? Yes, I do have shelf life. Currently, it's for three years. Oh, wow. Okay. But it's like any product. So any product does have a shelf life, right? Like any kind of potency. Is that something you have to mark? Yeah, yeah. It's date stamped and it shows the, you know, expiration date, just like a food product. I think it impacts two things. One, you're paying attention to this shelf life, but also it gives you an opportunity to iterate and make the product something that it wasn't. Add one more element, add one more flavor, anything like that. Does it create opportunity in that way? 100%. Um, So I'm on my second order with my manufacturer. And with this second order, I've actually been able to improve the flavor slightly. And also, I noticed with my first order with the flaxseed powder, that is one of my ingredients, it has a little bit of a film. Uh And on the second order, I've been able to get less of that film because now I've learned like, okay, you guys need to grind up the flaxseed even smoother, right? Wow. So now there's less of a film and I'm really excited about actually the second order. So at that point, it's really, it's not the efficacy, it's more just the experience that you're changing. Yes, it's exactly it. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So it still makes all those products that are out there just as important. It's matching the promise that you're making. Correct. And now I know why when people say new and improved, right? So sometimes they could use those words yeah, (laughs) and marketing tools. (laughs) And I actually think there's a lot of value in in that. And every business you will iterate, you will always be new and improved. Otherwise, you're not doing your job, right? It's part of your offer and your promise to the customer is as we learn more, you will learn more. You and I were just having a conversation. You were a vendor of our Liberty Road conference. Which was amazing. (laughs) I just have to state, it was amazing. And I know people are asking, like, when's the next one? I mean, the women loved it. I personally loved it. It was pretty cool. (laughs) It was a pretty magical day. But, you know, even we learned so much. It was the first time 
for Liberty Road. It was the first time with that sort of vision in mind. And it will be different next year. It will be new and improved. Mm -hmm. So I think what you're saying is a good lesson for every business is that we need to be looking for those opportunities to be better than we were and to take the consumer on that road with us. Like consumers are finicky, but they will be loyal if you take them on the journey. They can tolerate a lot if, if you connect with them in that way. 100%. I'm excited to be on the journey with Liberty Road. Oh, thank you, Liz. <laughs> We're lucky to have you on that journey with us. So again, for anybody who wants to get into this supplement space, because we know, as you said earlier, that Travelese is the first product in what you imagine to be a long and healthy life of ease, natural products and supplements. What is maybe a, a word of caution or a word of wisdom when you're taking something from your kitchen and sending it out for testing? How long can we expect to wait? Like, how can you coach us through that a little bit or give us some feedback on your experience so it can help us? Well, for me, it took a couple of years. Every business is different on how long or how much support, mm-hmm. right? So it was just me in the beginning mixing and experimenting on myself until I finally found a formula that I'm like, oh, I think this works. <laughs> yeah. But then now that I had my formula that I believed in, I personally felt that it was important that I searched out a doctor to approve it and like said, yes, this all works out. Every one of these ingredients you are able to mix, right? And then I personally went through the other step of having a third party certified, Mm -hmm. which you don't actually need to have done, but I felt that I wanted that extra layer. But when it comes to supplements, you could hire companies that will mix your ingredients, which I've later found out. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So I actually went like the long, extra (laughs) rigorous way where you can find those resources that there's companies out there that can help you along the way a lot quicker. Okay. Anyone that wants to start any kind of business, I'm always down to support and provide any kind of advice. In fact, just this morning, a company reached out to me, a health company that saw you know, a social media ad and sent me a direct message stating that they liked the packaging, liked my product, and if it would be okay to hop on a, you know, call or email and share some advice with them. Oh, wow. I guess they're a startup. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, you know, sometimes just doing that extra, you know, reaching out to someone, you never know. And I'm a yes person. And plus, it's not always easy to reach out. So... I look forward to connecting with that person to see how I can help them. That's awesome. Well, be careful what you say, because I have a feeling there's right? some, there's some <laughs> listeners who are going to be like, how do I get a hold of Liz? And in, in all seriousness, can they email you? Can they DM you? Because people are going to hear this and wonder. So what's the best way if somebody has a question? Yeah, I guess the best way would be an email. That's awesome. We'll provide that in the show notes. And specifically travel, why not a product for just constipation? Why did you go after the travel niche? Honestly, it happened a few years ago. I was on vacation with my husband and 
It was in beautiful Miami on the beach, and I had the worst constipation issues ever yeah. where it's like it was ruining our trip. I was afraid to eat. I was afraid to drink. I was afraid to even leave the hotel room, and I felt yeah. bloated. It was ruining our trip, and at that moment, I realized that was enough. I need to come up with a product for myself to help me. And I always had experimented with tons of vitamins and supplements through the years, but I knew that I needed something specifically for traveling so that it wasn't not only ruining my own trip, but not ruining others around my trip. And you've always sure. noticed when you go on trips with people, people always talk about constipation issues yeah. when they're on vacation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's not a fun subject, but it's true. Yeah. So if you don't suffer from it uh, personally, you know someone who does. That's the reason why. <laughs> I'm obviously being naive here, but what is it about the travel that makes that more of an issue for some of us who don't suffer from it chronically, but during these times of travel, sort of feeling constipation come on yeah. or are experiencing it perhaps for the first time as we travel? It's a combination of a lot of things. So you can't really pinpoint one thing. So you're dehydrated. You're not drinking enough water, right? Your schedule is mm -hmm. off. You're not on your re regular routine. You're eating differently and uh, stress levels mm. and also flying. You know, the pressure cabin yeah. in the plane, it affects your belt. I mean, you see what it does to a water bottle when it squeezes yeah. up. I mean, it's literally doing that to your insides. And one of my past careers is that. I was a flight attendant early on in my early 20s. And so I have personal experience from how bad traveling, flying can affect your gut internally. <laughs> okay, now I have to ask this part of the question because this is really the intersection that I'm yeah. super interested in. Why does a busy person, <laughs> you have a successful career in real estate mm -hmm. and you launched a podcast and we're going to get to that in a second too, but was it just to come up with a solution for yourself? Because you could have come up with that solution for yourself and you know it would be your own personal mm -hmm. supplement. What made you think, okay, I need to brand this and market this and really make a, a business out of this when you have a, a full-time career? Well, personally, it was from a pain point. So when I started creating my concoction for myself at home and taking it on trips with me, the word got out with my girlfriends. And so they started coming over and I was starting to make it for them. And I even had like, <laughs> not exaggerating, I had like a dozen girlfriends with their own containers. So I was making this yeah. product late at night to help them for their trips. And that's yeah. when it dawned on me. I'm like, I'm on to something. And I didn't realize that it's way more common than I thought it was. And I felt that if I'm helping myself and I'm helping my friends, why not help other people with it? Sure. So that's really what helped me. I mean, I had no experience with products. It just kind of started naturally gravitating towards that. But then there was a point where I realized, okay, I'm all in. Let's do this. And then what about the podcast? What makes you think, okay, let me add a third thing to the mix here? I knew that a podcast had to go hand in hand because the product was to help relief with people on traveling, mm -hmm. but I also wanted to educate people along with that. So my podcast is called The Gutsy Babe, and the gutsy name. portion has like several meanings to it, right? So I wanted to educate and help people share knowledge about how to help your gut, heal your gut, listening to your gut, and being gutsy and following your dreams. So it's like the mind, yeah. body, and soul. 
So I felt like it was all in line to work together. <laughs> yeah, it's a great name. I love the name. When you told me that, I was Thank like, you. oh my gosh, it's perfect. It's perfect. So let's talk about somebody who, again, is, has spent a chunk of their career. I mean, you talked about your career in the airline industry earlier, but mm -hmm. a chunk of your career in real estate and the difference between focusing on a large ticket item right. and bringing a lot of people to that large ticket item versus a smaller ticket item and mass producing something that's product-based. The focus has to be in branding and marketing. And by the way, for a constipation product, you have nailed it. I mean, I don't know anybody who could make constipation look cool and sexy, but you did. You did. <laughs> if you go to your site, you're like, am I going on vacation? What's happening here? This is so cool. So somewhere you've got that in your DNA, like you understand how to communicate to people what a brand should be, especially a brand that can feel like there's a lot to overcome like a constipation product. Thank you. So what are the things that are similar to the two businesses and what are the things that are wildly different and how did you navigate that? Right. So real estate is, you have branding, right? You're, you're branding yourself. You're an entrepreneur in real estate. You're running your own business. You're finding your own clients. You're only getting paid for a commission when you close on a deal. And, you know, there's real estate brokerages. There's a ton of them. And when it comes down to it, the person is actually going to hire you, the individual. They're not just going to hire because of the brokerage you work for. Right. So there's a lot of people in the real estate business that need to realize that for one thing. Uh, but it was very helpful knowing that I know for me how to brand for myself. And that's just years of experience of running your own business. So I think it helped me with launching this product Travelese, helped me navigate the beginning stages of how to set up a business. But when it came to branding for Travelese, I knew I wanted something that wouldn't look embarrassing. I didn't want a poop mm -hmm. emoji on the product. <laughs> I wanted it to be discreet and classy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and also, I knew my target market. You know, I like to say my target market was the housewives of Beverly Hills, whatever that may be, yeah. of like middle-aged women, because that's me. <laughs> and I was targeting for myself, and I knew what I would like and what I would gravitate towards to purchase. And I just kept thinking, I'm a consumer. What would I look for and how would I be attracted to it? So goes back to following and listening to your gut. <laughs> yes, there's that gutsy thing again. What I love about it is if I needed to open it in my very confined quarters of, you know, flying on an airline with two or three other people around me, that I wouldn't be embarrassed to pull out a packet, rip it open, put it in some water and drink it, right? It just looks like I'm fancy and have a fancy supplement with me. There's nothing about <laughs> it that's like, oh my gosh, this woman is having some bowel issues next to me. <laughs> so you really nailed that. I think you really had the the customer in mind that way. Was that the natural process for you, the, the branding process and really putting yourself in the consumer's shoes? I wish that I could take all the credit. So I, of course, worked with the brander, and she's an amazing brander, and I highly recommend her. Her name is Erica Brickell, and she really listened and helped navigate that 
Hmm. It took a very long time just for us to get the logo and the font. And that's one thing I never took into consideration with my own real estate business is how important the details are down to the type of font that you use. So um, moving forward, even with that real estate portion, it's like, look into those details because it is important. (laughs) Yeah. Everything is communicating something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a good shout out. We'll make sure to include her in the show notes so people can reach out to her if they want to. What has surprised you about this entrepreneurial journey? You mentioned that as a realtor, you're an entrepreneur. And obviously, as somebody who's launched this new brand, you're an entrepreneur. What has surprised you about the journey in both and what is distinct about each of them? Oh, boy. Um, Every day is a surprise when you're an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. Yes. Um, I guess in real estate, you always hear like, oh, it's an easy buck in real estate. Like people want to get into the business because they want to make, you know, fast money. We all know in any business, there is no such thing as fast money. (laughs) It takes time, hard work and dedication. So that's for real estate. For travelies, I think what has surprised me the most is I didn't realize how many people suffer from constipation. Mm. I mean, if you were to Google it, it would say probably 20 to 25% of the U.S. population. But honestly, I believe that it's way higher and more than that because people don't like to discuss it. You know, it's a taboo, embarrassing conversation. And that's another reason why I started Gutsy Babes so that I'm taking the taboo out of it and it's okay to discuss so that if you could discuss a problem, you could solve it and get over the embarrassment of it. Yeah. And people eat different nowadays than they used to. And also there's so many bad ingredients in our food these days. That's a whole other topic, but it's really affected people's guts. That makes sense. Do you know if constipation is, if the number is higher in women in menopausal years or perimenopausal years, is there any sort of link to that? Yes. I don't know the exact percentage, but I do know for a fact women suffer from constipation way more common than men. Even with my clientele, it's majority is like all women. There are a few men, the customers that I personally have that do suffer, but it's a higher percentage of women. And as you get older, your body changes. That's what I was going to ask. Does it rise as we age? So it does. Yes, yes. Well, you're tackling one taboo alongside the menopause I don't know, revolution that we're we're seeing, right? And so it's interesting how your brand is paralleling that. You know, and we're hearing more and more about gut health and microbiome and these sorts of words are coming more and more yeah. into our sphere of knowledge. So your timing is impeccable, right? You're really hitting something on the head. At the same time, as things around the menopausal space and we're understanding symptoms of menopause, it's like you're coming alongside that where women are taking more and more um, responsibility for the decisions they're making and what they're ingesting, what they're putting into their bodies, what they're putting on their skin. So it seems like it's a great time for ease as a brand to exist. Yes, I think you're right about that. You know, they say life's all about timing. Um I have personal experience from menopause. And sadly, I I had to have a hysterectomy in my early 30s. And so I've been in menopause for many, many years now. So I feel that Mm -hmm. I'm a a natural expert at that from personal experience. 
And so timing, I feel like, okay, I've known, I have the timing of experience many years until <laughs> to now be able to share and discuss it more so. And I do feel that Ease Natural Health has been a full circle with the combination of a lot of things that I've experienced from personal life experience. Isn't it funny how our brands are so much born out of like our own stories and, and what we're looking for and what we want? The white space that we see in the market, I mean, I guess it's very logical and makes sense, but I am always so interested when I hear somebody talk about, I created this for myself and lo and behold, there were lots and lots of me's out in the marketplace who needed this solution or this service. I do hear that a lot and I'm happy to be in good company to hear that. <laughs> you are in very good company. Oh, thank you. Well, I would like to also say that not only menopausal women experiencing constipation, it's just older age of all men and women experience constipation. And I do believe that it has to do, the older you get, you go on medications, right? And mm. um, with the elderly, constipation gets severe, up to like 60 to 70% increase. And that's major <laughs> percentages wow. because of all the medications people are on, and that causes constipation. That's a whole other topic that I have another product in the future coming out that'll be called Daily Ease. <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Your brand is Ease Natural Health, and that was by Correct. intention so that you could create these other products and these other verticals as much as you can. I know that it's yeah. not out in the world yet, and some of those things are probably you know, being researched or you're still figuring them out. But what are some of the other products that you're hoping to create within the brand or the other, the other issues you want to solve? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. When I started Ease Natural Health, I did that intentionally because I did foresee a whole line of future products. So I've started with Travelies because I am personally like, I guess I want to manifest to help myself traveling easier and start traveling more so in, in my later years so that I wouldn't suffer. But I like to say I'm constantly constipated. <laughs> 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 that I... I've been experimenting and I've had my, not experimenting, I've already nailed it down with the formula for daily ease that helps keep me regular on the daily. And it is a different type of formula, all safe, natural ingredients as well. And that is for people, because people are also very literal. So they feel that travel ease is only for traveling. You can take it when you're not traveling, sure. but I did formulate a different type of ingredients with a, a prebiotic and such for daily ease for your gut to keep you regular while you're home. I have this vision of your medicine cabinet. What do I suffer from on the regular that I would like to cure for myself that doesn't have harsh, bad chemicals that you can't pronounce, right? And that are safe natural ingredients that you can ingest and safe for you, but also work for you. I have this idea of when you have a hangover. Not like I drink that much these days, but it's called boozies. Yeah. <laughs> I have another love one to help it. Where was that a few weekends ago? <laughs> Yikes. A few too many friends turning 50 these days. Right? And, I, have, you know, we all have problems sleeping, sleepies. I mean, there's a whole list of product lines that I have out there. Sure. And one that I've been really working on for the longest is a coffee creamer 
that you could put in your copy that help you stay regular as well. Because sometimes copy doesn't just do it. If you just added a little creamer that has this like nice little touch to it, that'll help you go and make your drink taste good, your coffee, then then you're good to go. (laughs) Wow, you are on top of it. That's awesome. I like the idea of this medicine cabinet that you're talking about actually being filled with all of these Ease products, right? Yes. So I believe the brand, the brand is out there to ensure that what I'm taking, these supplements that I'm taking on whatever basis, you know, daily or, or otherwise, are free of the things that I would be concerned about and are educating me mm-hmm. on why this is good for my gut, why this is good for sleep, why this is good for whatever. I like the idea of trusting the brand and then being able to find all these solutions with that brand. Um, Again, the power of being able to communicate those things to people. It's kind of everything. And I think people can't underestimate when you're creating a brand how necessary it is to be able to communicate those things with clarity and no pun intended ease (laughs) let's talk specifically with uh, the ease natural health brand what are some of the things that you had no idea was going to be so difficult and some of the things that have been a really pleasant surprise for you Every day is a new challenge right because I'm entering new territory with the product finding a manufacturer was Mm. uh challenging in the beginning because I didn't know where to turn, where to look, where to go. And I didn't know anyone in this field. And so it just went from one person to another person and just asking friends and family or whoever, like, oh, do you know this person? Do you know anyone that does this? And finally, it was actually at a wedding (laughs) several years ago. And this woman, as a guest, you know, we met at the wedding and she's like, oh, I work for this supplement company. And I could get you in touch touch with this person. And so I emailed the person and she's like, oh, well, this person can't help, but maybe this person, then that person. And then that person said, oh, I can't help, but let's send you to this person. And it took a long time. Until I finally found someone because I was also starting on a small scale, right? Like there's these manufacturers, these companies that they're like, they're not willing to touch you just yet because who are you? You're no one. And I'm wanting to do like a small, you know, order. They don't want to spend the time that they're not going to really make any money. So that was a challenge. But once you find someone that's willing to take, you know, a bet on you, develop that relationship you get some orders in and you start growing and then all of a sudden the floodgates come and you start getting a ton of contacts. Yeah. Just don't give up and start with your research and eventually it will come into fruition. Liz, is that research literally like Googling? Because I think the listener is hearing you say, you know, I met this woman at a wedding and then that led to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. In those in-between moments, are you Googling what you don't know about manufacturing these supplements? Are you just talking to people and asking them every question you can think of and getting an education that way? Like, what is the research that you're doing to get to those first hundred boxes or thousand units or whatever your minimum was that you had to make? Of course, I went down the deep dive of Googling and reading a ton of research. But even when you reach out to these companies through Google, they hardly, rarely anyone gets back to you, right? And then there's a salesperson, and then it's just overwhelming. And it's, 
not the route that I went through. But honestly, it was just a person that had a contact. When you have someone from the inside is where it really yeah. makes all the difference for me personally. Um, but yeah. always Googling to educate yourself is, of course, very important. But it is a combination of both. Yeah, I think that people assume that things are more formal than they actually are. That all of us, if we're telling the truth about our origin stories, have some sort of conversation like, I met somebody at a wedding, or I just DM'd this person <laughs> cold, or I picked up the phone and called somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. And eventually it builds on itself. And I think you're absolutely right. It's just the determination to stick with it. I mean, as I always say, if it were easy, more people would do it, right? Exactly. Speaking of DM though, I did DM my uh, brand brander and marketing person through Instagram because a girlfriend had recommended like, oh, check out this Instagram site. I loved her marketing. I loved her branding. And I DM'd her and she did get back to me. And then we ended up working together and also became good friends. I consider her a friend now. And mm. sometimes that does work, but not always. <laughs> well, I can tell you, I think I've said it on the podcast before, I cannot tell you how many times I have DM'd somebody to come on the show. And this person, I'm sure, has no time to look at their DMs, let alone say yes to me. And nine times out of 10, they do. Nine times out of 10, they say yes, they're willing to come on. And now it's a relationship, right? Now at some point yeah. that turns into a relationship. So yeah, we can't underestimate the power of those things. And I think by hearing you say that and by the two of us reiterating that, if there's somebody listening who wants to start something that isn't sure how, it reminds them or it, in, it reinforces that it's these baby steps to getting to the next step and then the next step. And all of a sudden, then it becomes a thing. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that journey with us. So that's kind of what you experienced as being harder than you thought. What has been like the delightful upside? Like what's been a real surprise? The reviews and testimonials I'm getting back. Mm. And I love it when I get uh, an order from someone I don't know, right? I'm like, oh, I don't know this person. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my product flying do? I got an order from Mississippi and I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> and the review, this woman literally said in a review yesterday, she's like, oh my gosh, you saved me on my travels. This is my travel essential now moving forward. She's like, you've brought relief to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the goal for this product. Yeah. And that right there brings such joy for me to keep going. And it's those moments that keep you doing what you're doing, right? Because it's not like it's all easy now, now that the brand is done and everything is boxed and it's for sale. It's not like it's easy now, it's still hard. So those sorts of things yeah. remind you why you're doing what you're doing. Yes, very much so. Let's talk about the marketing piece for a second. How have you been able to let people know that you exist, that you're out in the world, that this is a solution for them? What's been sort of your strategy? Currently, I'm focusing on social media marketing, Instagram, and uh, I do have a PR person that is getting me out in some press, and I'm getting product out in gift bags. So um, it's slowly growing organically that way, and also word of mouth. Nothing beats word of mouth because it's PR in the most raw and unadulterated form, right? Yes. When a friend tells you 
I tried this product or I know this person, you should try it, you should know them, whatever. Exactly. It's a given. I'm excited to try the product. With two kids on the East Coast for school, I'm doing more and more traveling and I'm experiencing more and more what you're relieving us from. So I'm excited to try the product myself. Hey, thank you. Um, Exciting though, I will be on Amazon soon. So I'm in the middle of their onboarding process. So uh, they actually reached out to me. So I thought that was a huge honor and exciting. (laughs) That is awesome. Well, I mean, no one can beat that sort of scalability, right? So that could be awesome for you. And then we'll have to have you back on the podcast to tell us about your Amazon experience. Because I think a lot of people, that's the dream, right? A lot of us small product-based businesses are trying to figure out how to not only scale, but also how to fulfill, right? People are afraid sometimes that, oh my gosh, do I have the machine behind me that can fulfill all those orders? And what kind of craziness am I setting myself up for when that ultimately happens? So yeah, it'd be good to check in with you then and and see how it's going. I'd be happy to share because I know just currently it's a four to six week onboarding process. Wow. And I do know that people on Instagram, myself included sometimes, if you see the product online, you're actually going to want to go to Amazon sometimes to buy it directly, right? People do that. And that's where I feel excited to cross-reference both sides. Absolutely. And just all the people that will hear about it from Amazon, they put in the, you know, search for constipation and there you go. It's one of the the healthy solutions. Mm -hmm. It'll be exciting to, to see what happens with that. I want to go back to your full-time career, right? And I don't know how much of this you would say one is full-time and one is on the side because it sounds now like Travelies is taking more and more of your time and energy. What is the split of your time? Is it 50-50? Is it 60-40? What would you say the split is? Honestly, I feel that I am doing both career jobs full-time right now. Like it is 50-50. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yesterday, I was out all day showing properties to a client. Uh, I didn't get home till six in the evening. And uh, just this past week, I closed on an escrow, which is knock on wood. Right. (laughs) I'm very grateful (laughs) for. But I am literally doing both. The one thing I will say is if you have the passion it will give you the energy to do the other Mm. part of it. So I got home at six, shoved food in my mouth. Luckily, my husband had a work dinner, so I didn't have to make dinner. And I ended up working on Ease Natural Health till like 10, almost 11 at night. Yeah, You find the energy when you have the passion for it. Yes, amen. If you want it bad enough, you will find the energy. That's how I would say it, if you want it bad enough. Because- Passion can be fleeting, right? You have to constantly, continually look for passion because uh, I know that one minute you're excited. I'm like, yes, I'm doing this. And then the next minute you're like, oh, what was I talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Or why am I doing this? Does anyone care? Yes, exactly. Exactly. I like to replace the word passion with purpose. It feels like it gives me longevity. Like I can hang in there if I have a better understanding of what is my intention here? What is the purpose of what I'm trying to do versus passion can almost feel like, am I excited in the moment mm-hmm. for this? Mm-hmm. And and I'm not sure that's exactly what passion means, but I think that's kind of how we, we attribute being passionate about something to 
something we're doing, whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in work, right? Yeah. The purpose feels more like a, a long journey, a long game, a long view. You're right. I'm going to change my passion to purpose as well now. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. So 50-50, was there ever um, an intention that the ease business would take over for the real estate business? Or do you hope that they kind of live hand in hand together? I do eventually feel that ease natural will take over at some point, right? So currently my real estate business is feeding into Ease Natural, right? So I need some income to come in to help me push up my Ease Natural business. Sure. If I could, I would be all in with Ease Natural, but I currently still need to do both. And at some point when Ease Natural gets to a point of super growth where I won't have to do both, or I could just do real estate on the side whenever I decide or want to, then that would be the dream. Again, good for people to have context. So as they think about how would I launch something on the side, is it meant to replace what I'm doing? Is it meant to live hand in hand? What I hear you saying is I'm doing both. I'm energized because I have purpose mm-hmm. um, in what I'm trying to create. And so that kind of fuels me. But ultimately, one is underwriting the other in the short term. Right. And the ideal would be that it fully gives birth and I can go hang hang out full time with Ease Natural. I would also like to say that with your energy, Sometimes you have to be all in, right? So I do want to give it my all to either or business. Right now I'm trying to, you know, one day I'm all real estate. The next day I'm all ease natural. I don't know if you could really do both full time, but you know, there's all the celebrities that say, oh, I'm this, 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 this. I'm like, oh, I can, maybe you can, (laughs) but you also have a ton of help and support. (laughs) With a lot of help. Yes, and staff. (laughs) Yes, we could do all those things too with a staff of 10. Yes. Exactly. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) I actually think you bring up something really important because I think it points to why we as women need to work together to elevate and support one another because we don't have a staff of 10. Mm -hmm. But by me doing what I'm doing, sharing what you're doing Mm -hmm. through the podcast, through our event, through, you know, editorial, we're able to elevate you. You have access to all these women in the space who happen to be in the midlife 40s, 50s, 60s, which is my demographic. So at some point you're going to, I hope say, listen to my podcast with Netta from Liberty Road, or I'm going to the Liberty Road event. Oh, what's Liberty Road? Oh, it's about blah, 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 blah. And I think it's this concept of all boats rising, right? Mm -hmm. That if we can have that kind of view of how we're supporting one another, everyone's going to win. It's just the nature of the beast. And it's how we can, with our very small teams, expand each other and be expanders for each other. Exactly. Plus it's fun. So as you're stepping into this middle third of life, which we like to call it, Mm -hmm. I I don't like this concept of 40 plus or 50 plus because 
at 40, I didn't have a lot in common with a 70 year old. And when I'm in my 70s and 80s and 90s, God willing, I'll be dealing with a whole new set of issues that I wasn't dealing with in midlife. So we call it the middle third because we feel like it's this very unique time and space. What is it that as you're stepping into this season that you're looking forward to both professionally and personally? Professionally, I would love to see Ease Natural Health grow with the product line, right? And to see travel ease and retail stores and in luxury hotels. That's that's my goal for travel ease. And personally, I see my husband and I traveling more and me using my own product to help me have smooth sailing <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> That's my end goal yes. with the middle third of my life. And I love this season of life for me. Um, I love the confidence and the wisdom that I have now that I've gained. And I love that I don't get embarrassed as much anymore. I mean, for me to be able to talk about constipation without blushing and sure. people saying, oh, you just said that. Yes, I did use the word constipation and I'm not backing down from it. <laughs> and actually that confidence gives us confidence to be yes. to be able to say, yeah, I have that issue too. And let me look at this product and why am I embarrassed or ashamed? I'm an adult. I should be yes. able to talk about these things. Yes, exactly. I envision you being able to go to every like five-star resort in the world and putting your travelies products in their stores and staying there as well. So you could do these little like trunk shows with oh travelies and then you're also traveling, right? I love that. So, yeah, yes. Add, add that to your agenda. I love add it. That to I your see agenda. it fully now. So it's a great vision. So thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You can take me with you if you need I any will. help carrying your bags or anything like that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so before I let you go, we do something called our fast five. The first one is what do you do on a daily basis that keeps you grounded? I receive an email every day from, uh, his name's Pastor Rick Warren, uh -huh. and he sends these emails called Daily Hope. I read them every day, and it really helps me start my day off feeling right. It just makes me feel grounded. Mm -hmm. And I also like to work out and do like anywhere from five to literally 20-minute max workouts called Kinergy. Have you heard of Kinergy? Yeah. Isn't it a Juliana Ho? Yeah, Ho. It's like a dance and Tai Chi kind of workout, which I love. Oh, wow. It helps reset me. And do you do that online? Is that a digital class? Yes, it's online. I do it in my bedroom every day. Okay. We'll make sure to link uh, everybody up to that so they know yeah. how to access that. And then what are you currently reading? I love this question. I'm currently reading two books right now. I'm reading My Father Knew the Secret by Brian Proctor. I guess Bob Proctor hmm. was his father, uh, which I'm really enjoying. Okay. Gives great tips. And also The Art and Science of Getting Happier. I think it's called Building the Life You Want by Arthur C. Brooks and Oprah Winfrey. I'm a big fan and I got the book too. I think it was their first drop on Amazon. So it was like last week, right? Yeah, yeah I got it and I've been reading it and it's been great. Good. He does a lot of work in the aging space. I didn't know that. Yes. 
I love that it's the art and science of getting happier, right? Because people always say, oh, they're just happy-go-lucky kind of person, or they're just naturally happy. It takes work, right? And it's not just always positive thinking. It does take work. I'm excited to crack it open. I've been a little busy, but it's literally sitting uh, on the kitchen table. Uh, so I'm excited to, to break that one open. And then what are you loving? You kind of mentioned it earlier with not being embarrassed and just enjoying the wisdom that's come with this season of life, but anything else that you would add to what you're enjoying about this particular season? I think I love that I'm just in love embracing getting older. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. don't like it, look ourselves in the mirror and we're like, oh my gosh, where'd this new line come from? And I know we're hard on ourselves for that. You're going to be your hardest than anyone else around you. It's you personally on you. Yeah. Um, but I think that I love that I'm just being kind to myself. It's funny how we start to experience, I'm projecting a bit, but starting to experience myself as sort of the conscious me and then looking at her, the physical body and like caring for her Mm -hmm. and being proud of what she's done to get me here, to get us here, right? Like I've had these weird moments of like, it sounds very existential crisis-y and it, it, I don't think it is. It's just being very aware of, I think in your 20s and 30s, you can be really hard on yourself and hard on, you know, what looks good and what doesn't look good. And my gosh, I look at pictures from back then and I'm like, what was I so hard on? What was I, what was I so worried about? And so it gives us this fresh perspective or this paradigm shift in how we look at ourselves and who we are and the gifts that we've been given and how to appreciate them. Uh, versus Mm -hmm. wishing her away. She's great. She's wonderful. She's done a lot to get you here. Exactly. And they always say, right, you're never going to look better than you do right now. (laughs) So (laughs) embrace right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. I don't know how I feel about that, but oh, gosh. No, it's true. It's true. My mind is still that 25-year-old mind, though, sort of thing, right? It's like I still Mm -hmm. feel that I'm still that same person. (laughs) I just have more knowledge now, more confidence, but I still am that same person. It is interesting how we can feel that way about ourselves. Like, I don't think I realized when I was 25 Mm -hmm. that a person who was 50, 55, I'm 55 now, I didn't think we had a lot in common, right? I didn't think that we shared dreams and hopes for ourselves the way I realize we do now. What would you say to that 25-year-old self? What would you say to the 25-year-old Liz about midlife? I would say that you're going to love getting older. I personally feel proud that I lived a full life my early years, and I didn't hold back. And I traveled a lot. And I'm proud of that. And it helped me become who I am today. I would say that I'm proud of her then, and I'm proud of her now. Hmm. What a gift to give your 25-year-old self to know that, to have that confidence. Because I think at 25, our lives can feel complicated, unnecessarily so, Mm -hmm. maybe. I don't know. There's just a lot of pressure to become, to quickly become, to know what you want to do with the rest of your life, to have it all sort of figured out, and to know that it's really about experiencing each day fully and each experience and and being proud of those decisions and those moments and being okay with the moments you're not proud of, like those happen too. And somehow you're going to get here and there's more to come. 
that it's not over. The, the finish line isn't 30, it's not 40, it's not 50, it's not 60, there's more to come. Exactly. Thank you for that, Liz. And then what do you feel that launching the Ease Natural Company and the first product line of Travelies, and I would include Gutsy Babe too, the podcast, what do you feel like those two things have done to liberate you? I think it's helped me speak my truth and that's liberating. I love that I'm sharing my story about my health struggles for my early years and how I've been able to help myself and I'm hoping to help others too. That is something to be proud of. Thank you for sharing your truth and your story and coming on the podcast with us today. I so appreciate it. I wanted to share something by Zarna Garg, the comedian. Yeah. She just posted this on her Instagram stories yesterday. People say, follow your passion, right? Mm-hmm. She wanted to share that she was driven by a much less lofty purpose than your passion. And it's no shame in admitting that. And I think that's important mm. because people do want to say like, oh, I'm doing it because of following my passion. It's okay that you want it for more reasons. It's like, show me the money, right? By Jerry Maguire, because you're wanting more out of life. Yeah. And own it and don't feel embarrassed by that. And I love that Zarna Garg mention that, to not feel guilty about that. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. I think for many of our listeners, there is a question of maybe this isn't my passion. Maybe I don't have this purpose. Maybe I don't feel called to this lofty thing, Mm -hmm. but I want to do something. Yeah. Maybe I have only financial reasons. Maybe I'm just curious if I can do it and that all those reasons are good reasons to start something new and that it it's truly never too late. So thank you for bringing that uh, to our attention. I really appreciate that, Liz. You're welcome. <laughs> and Liberty listeners, thank you guys for hanging out with me and Liz, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye for now. Liberty Road is broadcast on all platforms, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and more. If you like what you've heard, please follow, rate, and review Liberty Road on Apple Podcast and Spotify. It helps us to know if these episodes are inspiring and equipping you to move into your middle third with intention. Liberty Road is created by executive producer Netta Jones, supervising producer Elizabeth Windham, producer Julia Windham, and music by Jack Jones. <laughs>